Hello everyone, this is the second season of the All Atlantic podcast. I'm Mariana and I'm the host of the episodes of season two. I'm also a former All Atlantic Ocean Youth Ambassador and it's great to have ocean dialogues with you. The All Atlantic Talks podcast fosters the engagement of stakeholders, joint pilot actions and youth ambassadors of the All Atlantic Ocean Research and Innovation Alliance. This podcast is coordinated by the Brazilian National Council of State Funding Agencies, Brazilian National Council for Scientific and Technological Development, and the Brazilian Ministry of Science, Technology and Innovation, and is under the ANCOR project that is supported by the European Commission. This is episode two of season two, and we will be talking about the ocean in the Sustainable Development Goals agenda. Our incredible guests today are Sander Freire, from the Universidade Cabo Verde. Nice to meet you, Sandra. Welcome. Good morning, Mariana, Elisa, and all. My name is uh, Sandra Freire. As you said, I'm a professor on chemistry group. And since the last year, I'm a vice director for uh, teaching, training, and uh, pedagogic innovation at my university. And thank you for the invitation. Thank you, Sandra. I would like to introduce also Gregory Jenkins from the Penn State University. Welcome, Gregory. Good morning. Thank you for having all of us. Uh, I'm Greg Jenkins. I'm a professor in the Department of Meteorology and Atmospheric Sciences, and I'm the director for the Alliance for Education, Science, Engineering, and Design with Africa, or ASEDA. Thank you. Nice to meet you. And Mateus Andrade, also from the Universidade de Cabo Verde. Welcome, Mateus. Hello, everyone. Uh, I am Mateus Andrade, assistant professor of University of Cape Verde, and uh, I am the coordinator of the group disciplinary of physics, electrical, and uh, electronics. And uh, thank you for these invitations. Nice to meet you all. Today we will talk about the intersections of the Sustainable Development Goals and we will talk about zero hunger, life below water, quality education, innovation and climate action. Once we are in the Atlantic, I would like to ask you how the intersection of these Sustainable Development Goals help to highlight the ocean in the sustainability agenda? First to say that uh, this SDGs represent a huge challenge to achieve until 2030 due to their complexity and the individual interests of each nation. Nations must seek common political and economic solution at all levels, right? We know that the oceans have suffered greatly from climate change. Proof of this are the frequent adverse natural events that have been occurring such as storms, rising sea level, global warming, and diminishing ocean resources. The 17 goals defined by United Nations that, if applied iteratively, they can contribute to the reduction of the impact caused by climate change. So I think uh, uh, that in the short term, there is not much of a way back. But uh, we can must act now so that future generation will feel this effect less. 
Thank you, Mateus. I think we really need like hopeful messages to also understand that the 17 SDGs can point us some way to sustainability. And how do you see the intersection, Sandra? Cabo Verde is an, an, an Atlantic country. We have uh, 10 uh, islands, so we are so vulnerable to the coastal erosion and also to the climate change. As you know, uh, the oceans have been impacted by uh, the globalization. We see the industrialization uh, countries dispose their waste into the poorest one, namely in African countries, which has a lot of impact in the soil, air and the oceans. So the SDG philosophy supports the importance of the oceans in terms of sustainability. Here in our university, with the Penn State University, we propose a project, ELVA 2030, in which the purpose is to help fishermen community, fishermen's community in their activities. As um, the ocean provides us food, regulate our climate, uh, generate most of the oxygen we breathe, and uh, they also function as a base of uh, supporting sectors like uh, tourism, fishing, and uh, maritime transport. So in Cape Verde is not different. The fishing uh, sector represents an important economy uh, sector, and uh, they are artisanal. So the security base is uh, is low. So our our project could uh, help them in this uh, issue. For instance, we know that all the SDG touch the ocean, uh, be the eradication of poverty, hunger, the economy, transport, gender equality, or the production of clean energy. But we have two they have more direct link, SDG 13 and the SDG 14. It's a good point of view. From the fishing sector, we can see the importance of all SDGs. It's such important work. Congratulations for your work. Greg, can you tell us how do you think this intersection of the SDGs help the ocean? I think that the SDGs and the intersectionality provides some guidelines for action in different countries and at different scales. Ultimately, if the SDGs were successful, we would improve multiple aspects of society, including innovation, improved jobs and education. And the big point about the SDGs is that Across the Atlantic, we have a common goal. The oceans support our economies, but the oceans also, as Sandra said, have many issues like pollution. And we also know that the oceans are warming very fast and that the sea level will rise. And so the SDGs provide, the intersection provides a way for us to think about the present, but also to make a strategy for future when climate change or the climate crisis is showing itself in a very big way. So the intersection is the way to go with oceans and I also think with most problems that we need to consider how they intersect. Yes, I agree with you. The, the solutions 
have to be interconnected and interactive among themselves as well so we can achieve like a, a integrated sustainable agenda i love it hearing all of you i would like to ask you what are your expectations for achieving these sdgs in the coming years and how can the ocean research help in the development of integrative solutions well i can say this that we know that we are behind on the sdgs and all of them across the globe and i think that we really have to put more effort into partnership so that we can see the outcome of the sdgs by 2030 and i don't think that's a, a small feat when we consider how many countries for example our coastal and small island states. There are countries that we don't even think about, like in the Caribbean, many small island states. And we need partnership to really um, address the SDGs related to the ocean in particular. And I also think that if one country finds important solutions as it relates to the SDGs, they can help to disseminate these solutions across the Atlantic or across other ocean basins. So it's very important, but it's also very important that we involve the youth across all of the countries so that integrative solutions can continue to evolve and that young people feel like they're part of the integrative solution. It's really nice to see that we are talking about issues that are in the present, but also thinking about the future and the future generations that will be like implementing the solutions we are trying to come up now. So I also have a strong belief on the youth. And Sandra, what are your expectations, Sandra, about the achievement of the SDGs? I think the management of the ocean is important to the sustainable future. Within the scope of the Elevar 2030 project uh, we have, uh, we would like to contribute by making uh, scientific knowledge available uh, in a simple way and combining with new technologies for fishermen and to engage the fishermen communities. So thus, we will be achieving some of the seven main results uh, that must be concluded by sustainability agenda, according to the Intergovernmental Oceanographic Commission of UNESCO, uh, namely a predictable ocean, a safe ocean, a productive and sustainably exploited ocean, and an ocean known and evaluated by all. And as uh, Greg said, it is important to have a partnership if we want to manage carefully the, the ocean. Uh, in addition, the SDG like 1, 2, 3, 4, 8, 9, 13, and 14, uh, the design of low-cost sensors by students and faculty from UNICV increase the, the quality of undergraduate education, but also we sensitize uh, young people for sustainable use of the ocean and the, the, for the problem of climate change. Thank you, Sandra. It's, it's nice to see that the ocean 
can really connect all the SDGs and we can have great expectations of reaching some solutions that are applied to all and that reinforce the partnership efforts that we can build in this development of solutions. And now, Mateus, what are your expectations for the coming years and how can Ocean Research help? To answer the, the questions, uh, I will use the example of the Leva project, right? So the project proof that uh, organization, uh, in this case, US Embassy in Cape Verde, University of Cape Verde, and community associations are committed to supporting the preservations of the oceans. Technically, uh, Eleva 2030, with a focus on sustainable fishing, aims to monitor climate parameters with the development of low-cost weather station, right? Um, the parameters that we will measure are temperature, humidity, wind speed, wind direction, atmospheric pressure, sea level, and precipitation. So these parameters uh, are collected by sensors that were designed and implemented by two students from an electrical engineering course of at Cap Verde. Students is Edson Moreno and Fred Centeno. We can see um, the, the data is recorded in a database and made available in real time by mobile app. Anyone can access this data through uh, graphical interfaces, uh, which uh, we are designed for this fishing community. And this data also we will be used to support future research work. That's it's uh, very important to um, to uh, make uh, sure the LFR we will uh, resolve some problems and to achieve the SDGs, right? Uh, the idea is to make available to fishermen in particular a tool that allow them to know the state of the weather in real time. Uh, this uh, will enable them to make safe decisions before they go out fishing and during their stay at sea. One of the motivation of this project, let's remember the hurricane threat that occurred last year, which did great material damage, leaving several families, Romans, and also caused the death of fishermen in our seas. We know Cape Verde, due to its geographical position and vulnerability situation, is very affected by the effects of climate change due to rising sea level and tropical cyclones. With the LEVAR 2030 project, we believe that uh, the situations can be minimized by providing more security, especially to the most vulnerable people while supporting. We can have fair the name of uh, this project was motivated and defined from the definition of the SDGs. As Sandra said, we can refer the goals 1, 2, 30, 4, uh, 8, 9, 13, 14, and uh, 17 goals. Therefore, developing solution and the research work that helps analyze the behavior of the oceans may be uh, the key of the achieving some of the points defined in the SDGs. 
I think uh, universities have a key role in this process. The, the involvement of the young students develops innovative solutions for addressing the SDGs for the rest of the decade in Cape Verde, which can be applied to the rest of coastal Africa and to help uh, our country to uh, minimize the uh, problems that SDGs can uh, provoke in the, our, our country and uh, in our um, continent, uh, Africa. Thank you, Mateus. Thank you for sharing with us all the projects and interesting solutions you are developing. I also think the university plays a really, really important role in, in connecting the knowledge and the information with uh, socioeconomic solutions. And I think the SDGs are important part of this. And thank you for sharing with us. Thank you, all of you, for your inspiring experiences and thank you for sharing and being here with us. Uh, it was lovely to meet you and congratulations on your work. Congratulations on Project Elevar 2030. Thank you for being here with us. Hi, just to say it was a pleasure to, to be here to, to talk about this important uh, topic in the sustainability uh, agenda. If anyone needs more uh, information, could uh, contact us, me, Mateus, or Greg. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you. Uh, I think that the whole partnership connection and the you know, intersections of the SDGs are really important to build the at the local level. So in Cape Verde, I feel like it's been really an amazing experience for me to, to work with the fishermen, to work with the students, to, to see the results of what partnership really brings. And also we're looking forward to the future because we are planning to you know, uh, work with other countries, um, whether those are in Senegal or Angola or the Maldives. The point is, is that we're building a community and we're building it around the SDGs. Thank you. Really nice to hear. We are an Atlantic community. Really nice to hear that you want to expand. Yes. So I can refer about uh, partnership with uh, University of uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Mr. Gregory, uh, with uh, University of Cape Verde, United States University of Cape Verde. I would like to um, engage more uh, young people to work in, the, in this kind of project and uh, to join with um, communities because the communities is the more vulnerability parts in the SDGs uh, goals. Uh, and uh, thank you, uh, Mariana and Elisa, for the, the invitation and the opportunity to talk about the SDGs. And I congratulate the All Atlantic Talks podcast for this initiative. Thank you so much. Uh, you all can listen to the episodes of the All Atlantic Podcasts, including the first season on YouTube, on Spotify, and at allatlanticocean.org. It was really nice to meet you. See you soon and thank you so much. <laughs>